0: Welcome to Radar Contact by Fox ATM, the podcast for the air traffic management community. Bring global ATM on your radar. You're identified.
1: ATM is a big industry and some large players are providing, let's say, 50 or even more percent of systems in the world. But it's not all about the big ones. And I personally have a very sweet spot for smaller companies. And if you look at the market closer, there are many smaller companies that can offer innovative solutions, sometimes in schedules that the bigger ones can't do. So yeah, personally, I'm really convinced it's not just for the big players. And this will be all about the the topic of this episode today. My name is Vincent Lambercy, This is one more episode of the Radar Contact podcast. And I have two guests today. Uh, working for Ansart, a small company in the Netherlands that provide ATM systems, Kate Arluskaya, who is in charge of marketing, and Serge Miranovic, who is the CEO. So Kate and Serge, welcome to Radar Contact.
0: Oh, yes, yeah, thank you so much.
1: Um, maybe, Kate, we will start with you. Can you please introduce yourself, tell us what you are doing in the company, what you like with Ansart and what it is for you to, to work in ATM?
0: Oh, yes, of course, uh, certainly. Uh, my name is Kate, and I'm doing administrative and marketing here. Uh So actually, Ansart is uh, like a family for me, uh, since I'm working only for almost two years. Uh, but uh, what brought me to Ansart is uh, a shared vision of uh, shaping the future and uh, bringing some usefulness of um, solutions and, uh, the ability to uh, secure the airspace to bring something good for next generations. Thank so I'm eager working here and uh, very glad to be the part of the, the industry.
1: Yeah, thank you, Kate. And our second guest is Serge Miranovic, who is the CEO of Ansat. So please give us a short intro, and I have one special question for you after one.
2: Yeah, hello, Vincent. It's a pleasure. I started my professional career in uh, 1993. As soon as I graduated uh, from university, I started working for an ASP as a technical guy, as an engineer. And 17, la- 17 years later, I reached a project manager position. I had uh, quite solid experience in the area at that time, so I decided to quit from the business from the sorry from the ANSP working for an and I started my own company it was in uh, 2009 we did uh, software development and engineering we provide outsourcing services until 2018 then I changed business model business model i started ansart as a product company uh, so altogether, I am more than twenty-five years in an industry, and I took two roles. Uh, I used to be a end customer, and now I am a supplier.
1: Yeah, so you've you've gone full circle. That's that's really nice, and that's nice to hear. Even if the company is young, because Ansart has been created in two thousand eighteen, um, there are a lot of experience in in the company. And before going further down. I have to ask you to explain where the name Ansart comes from because I really like that story.
0: Oh, uh, I'd like to answer this question. Um, Actually, uh, the name consists of two parts. The first one, A and S, it's air navigation uh, surveillance. And the second part is just art because we are doing art, (laughs) creating solutions uh, for um, airspace industry.
1: That's really nice. I, I really like this one. So the company is still pretty young, five years, which in ATM is not, not so long, but you are well established. And if I understand correctly, you have two sides. You have one part of the team in the Netherlands and one part in Poland. Is, is that correct?
0: Yes, Vincent, that's correct. Uh, the core team is located uh, in the Netherlands uh, close to Amsterdam. Um, we have here our office and our showroom and you are always welcome to visit us and uh, the other part of the team is located now in Poland. Uh This is mainly software developers and um, having uh, the part of the team there helps us uh, much to optimize uh, our costs. and we don't have uh, really heavy processes inside the company and um, that can take months it's in big uh, companies, and uh, it really helps us.
1: Serge, you want to complement on that? I just
2: want to add that being uh, Dutch, we are also international. We are also international, and we look also at a country in Europe where we can uh, invite in our business uh, young, uh, intelligent, Guys, uh, and also to make more working places uh, for our country in Eastern Europe. Um,
1: so now, maybe we can go a bit deeper into who the company is, um, who are your typical customers, what kind of projects do you do you have, and what you can you can offer to the market. Okay,
2: Ansart is a company which is design developed automation systems for aviation industry, which is what is exactly stated in our ISO certificate. <laughs> and it is really true. We cooperate with other, other developers in this area. Uh, by the way, we are a member of the Netherlands Aerospace Group. They're all Dutch businesses cooperate uh, together uh, looking for the Opportunity to develop the latest technologies, the best needed products for a customer, and uh, who are our customers? Our customer are ANSPs, airport operators, and military organization in principle.
1: So you are not only targeting ANSPs; you are also looking at at airports, and this is something we will come to um, later in the in the discussion. One of your characteristics, as I said in the intro, is that Ansart is uh, a relatively small size company. Um, and I mean that really positively. As I said in the intro, I like smaller companies. How do you make uh, an advantage of that? And how does that help you in the, in the ATM market to be, let's say, smaller than bigger competitors?
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, actually, um, our size is indeed the advantage because, uh, being, a uh, small company um allows us to be incredibly responsible uh and uh, incredibly responsive to our clients needs and uh we can be customer oriented and uh, we use uh the the approach uh, and uh we are actually able uh, to adapt uh, swiftly uh, to changing um uh, requirements for example, a week back, uh, we got a request to change uh, the scope of supply, but today uh, we are already having the FIT factory acceptance test for that project. So we, of course, uh, should be realistic and um, uh, hardly it's possible for the huge and uh, enormous projects, but still being a small company gives us a flexibility and helps us uh, to stand out of the competitive ATM market, and uh, to be more efficient uh, in uh, projects that are not really big.
2: I want to add something again about opportunities uh, for a small, young company uh, doing business for the aviation industry. So as a product company, we started just five years back. It was a really difficult start, especially we faced COVID uh, at the start. Yeah, it, 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 it made our start two times more complicated. And then it was difficult, actually very difficult to enter market to prove our customers that we, we are a reliable supplier, despite the age and despite the size of it. But now at the end of the fifth year, they are almost overloaded. We have reached our capacity. Uh, at the end of the year, we are supplying our solution right now to Mexico, to Mongolia, to Libya, to Spain, to UK. And it, it, it is not, it is, it was not really easy. So I do want, uh, to make our industry more open for a young, uh, challenging companies.
1: Yeah. That, that sounds like something that's. The, the industry as a whole could, could profit from a lot. Small companies probably better serve uh, smaller projects because I think for the very big ones, smaller projects are not even interesting. Uh, but you can serve things that size that are appropriate to, to airport and, and smaller NSPs. But I see Serge wants to, to react on that
2: he i wanna add something essential from my point of view so as always i say we are not supply products we supply solutions which means first we try to understand real needs of our customer then uh, problems they have then to find how we can make developed solution to cover Exactly needs of our specific customer. It means we are very very customer centric, and uh, even if uh, bespoke solution are required, we easily can jump on this journey and to bring needed solutions.
1: It's interesting you touched that because uh, that's a very interesting and easy uh, transition for me. One of your specific solutions is a tool called AGMDS which stands for Airport Grants Movement Display System. Um, can you please explain us quickly what AGMDS is, and then we can go deeper into the topic and explain how it's different from any other system. Uh, this product, this kind of
2: product, was developed to meet uh, basically two regulations and two uh activities from the market. The first one regulation EU regulation 2020 1234, then airport operators are obliged to provide a prone services. And uh, the second is a point from ATM uh, master plan, uh, which is says that uh, there is a need to have a ground safety net at the secondary, meaning small medium airports. It is a non-ICMGCS environment based on some kind of alternative technologies, surveillance technologies, uh such as the DSB.
1: And that's really interesting what you say, because basically here something happened that's um, happens every now and then. The EU issued a regulation and says smaller airports or all airports have to do that, regardless of level of traffic, of level of, of business. And that means these airports have less budget available. Some some are not even controlled. Um, and I mean, how could they afford to buy a fully SMGCS? And this is where you come in game with um, the AGMDS, do you?
2: Yeah. So our view is the following: It's better to have something than nothing. Of course, if uh, if uh, airport doesn't have a proper budget to implement a real SMGCS. solution which is uh, very reliable reliable technology always there is a chance to improve to improve safety these alternative approaches and uh, this is what we offer for our clients it is called again this airport movement ground display system
1: so you are speaking about alternatives here and um, i guess one of them is is likely adsb for surveillance which is way cheaper than, than smr's
2: yeah, that's true. That's true. And moreover, uh, we offer not only ADSB technology in house. We are looking forward. We are looking for a future. Then, and future is a cloud-based services. And we are working with uh, providers of ADSB da- data. So basically, we are offering even software solution, which use uh, cloud ADSB data. From uh, public providers to set up technology.
1: So we said ADSB, and um, I understand that's the solution for this kind of um, affordable solutions. How does the certification process work with that? Because um, I guess regulators in Europe are not always very keen on on pure ADSB systems yeah Vincent uh, it's uh, it really depends on a country. different country
2: applies a different way of uh, approval to get an approval from CAA part to put a solution in operational use. But what we can use of course we provide safety study showing that is a reliable solution that can be used for uh, traffic management.
1: Yeah. And just to make things clear here we we are not really speaking about traffic management in the ATM sense. It's more, what is going on on the ground? Where are my vehicles? And, and all these kind of things. We are not speaking about providing separation based on ADSP only. Is, is that correct? In principle, this
2: solution gives our customer a lot of options how, uh, how to apply it. So the first possible application is, it is a airport uh, navigation system for vehicle drivers. To be aware about traffic, surrounding traffic, about to be aware about runway occupancy, to be aware about your task that you are executing. Uh, the second application is just traffic surveillance, ground and air traffic surveillance. And the last but not least, uh, they also include uh, safety nets from SMGCS. To be a part of this solution. So, meaning it is a, let's say, we, c- we can say it is a light version of SMGCS, which is really can be uh, used for even for operations, for ATM operations.
1: Okay, so the solution you have, just to, to understand completely, starts with AGMDS, which is kind of um, situation awareness only information but it can be scaled up to become a full SMGCS or even a full ATM system? Do you have the full solution in-house?
2: Exactly. Exactly. So, as you probably know, we have a full-fledged ATM system. But uh, at the time, we decided to design something affordable, something uh, uh, low-budget solution, cl- which can be used as a cloud-based, uh, work in a browser, so the very first version was a just a simple traffic situation display. But now, it, this solution already reached the level close to the ATM solution. Because, for example, ground uh, safety net and air safety net already in.
1: Nice. R- really, I really like the approach and I'd like to dive a bit into something different. You mentioned cloud a couple of times already. You mentioned uh, in browser. So it feels to me like you are working with, let's say, up-to-date technologies, But because ATM is sometimes lagging a bit behind because of the certification process and everything. But you really have a very modern approach here. Listen, I
2: do believe it is the future of uh, it is the future of, uh, of, of our industry, despite the fact uh, it is uh, quite conservative now and again a lot of uh, hurdles to put solution in uh, operational use. I do believe that the future uh, the future is uh, cloud based uh, solutions.
1: How does that speak to to your potential customers or active customers of different size? Do you see people that say, oh, I want something in the cloud because it's very easy for me. I don't have to do an installation on site. It's, it's easy to manage. Is it more like it makes their life easier? Or are, are the bigger ones ready to do that as well? Or do the bigger ones say want something on site? Uh, it
2: is already reality. We are in a tender procedure uh in a in the uk then an asp nuts uh uk an asp already called for a tender for uh, cloud-based services used for uh, for uh, air traffic management so it is it is not even a future it is already reality
1: okay well thank, thank you for the information now um coming back to kate and coming to something much much closer in time than, than cloud-based systems you will be at uh, Inter Airport in Munich this year, this October. Um, what will you show on your
0: booth? Uh, yes, uh, we will be exhibiting this year. And uh, actually, we will have uh, um, an exciting lineup on our booth. Um, and visitors can uh, uh, see the live demonstration of uh, the latest solution for traffic uh, situation awareness. and. Um, actually we will show uh, this solution uh, that uh, can um, help with uh, proper uh, prone management and um, so it's it's kind of great opportunity for like uh, industry professionals to see this solution firsthand uh, and of course uh, our uh, team and experts from outside will be, available to show, uh, to answer all the questions, discuss uh, the solution and explore potential collaboration and uh, potential projects. So if you're you're airport operator or NSP who needs uh, uh, to uh, improve the management of traffic, you're welcome. And um, because this solution can utilize the advantages of the existing display technology. Provides uh, surveillance and, uh, as uh, Serge already mentioned, uh, safety nets.
1: Yeah, I see Serge wanted to, to ask something, but first Kate, what is your booth number at the airport? Because the show is is enormous, as you know. So if people look for Ansart, where should they go?
0: This year we are exhibiting under the. Uh, NAG umbrella. This is uh, Netherlands A Space Group. And we have uh, our, our stand by number B6 at 480G.
1: Okay. So all visitors to, to Inter Airport this year, go to B6 480G to meet, um, Ansart and, and the team. Serge, what will you be showing on the, on the booth yourself? First of all,
2: Vincent, I want to add that, uh, as I mentioned, uh, we are Dutch business and we are part of Netherlands Aerospace Group. So for this exhibition, we will we'll participate together with the other uh, Dutch businesses, as uh, then you see very nice orange booth. with a number tell, uh, Kate told you, welcome. Uh, you will see the booth of Netherlands Service Patient Group, and I am very proud to be a part of it and to pitch our products together with my colleagues from other Dutch companies. This is first what I wanted to say. The second one, uh, indeed, it's a, it is a first our experience to take part in an exhibition like this, especially for uh, uh, port operators, because before uh, all our efforts were made to pitch our solutions to NSPs and a couple of years back we realized that it's also a very good market uh, to change a little bit concept of our uh, automated systems to tailor it and to bring uh, these solutions to airport operators so i am really keen to see what's going to happen i looking for a Great discussions, meeting nice people, uh, to know customer needs and uh, welcome. I will be more than happy to see uh, all people at our booth to discuss what we can do for airport operators.
1: So, so yeah, one message to airport operators here: don't be afraid. um Ansart is obviously offering ATM systems, but not only. So just go there, meet Kate and Serge. I will repeat the booth number again: B six four eight zero G. On the orange booth of, of the Netherlands. And I mean, our company is orange as well. So go orange. Um, that, that's really cool. Um, but you know, there is no way I can let you go off this podcast without asking you, uh, the typical final question. What is the future of ATM in your vision in, in the next five years, but also in the next 50 years when we all three be retired for long?
2: Yeah, it's uh, difficult to say about five and fifty. I would say, let me say the, my forecast for a uh, let's say middle term future. Okay, I, I want to divide it in a uh, two kind of things. First is a business wise. Business wise, I expect first of all open market. Open market means not privatized by big players open market means open to innovative young startups for a company which can bring bring really innovative solutions to bring the uh, we, we say it like uh, fresh blood to the industry this is what i expect uh, business wise technically wise
1: cloud-based solutions this ai yep do you want to dig a bit more where you see AI in, in ATM, or do you just see it all over the place?
2: I think AI, it's, uh, it will be essential component of all solutions. It will start very soon. It's already started with, uh, uh, as a part of traffic solution, or oh, sorry, simulator solutions then very soon, it will be a part of a uh, safety net. You know, there is a part of safety net as a like advisory tools, which can say what, what a controller should should do to avoid uh, an accident or a, some uh, critical situation. And I'm pretty sure that AI will help a lot with uh, uh, at least advising at the first stage. And then probably at the latest stage, taking the dec- final
1: decision. Yeah, that, that's really interesting. Kate, would you like to take a chance on 550 years as well?
0: Mm, Yeah, as I see um, in the future, the ATM technology will be, uh, of course, based um, and focused on more automation, just uh, with uh, one goal to ensure the security of our airspace uh, people (laughs) on the planet.
1: Thank you very much. Kate, Serge, thank you very much for being my guests today. I wish you a very successful inter-airport show uh, next week. If people want to visit you or get in touch, we will put your um, LinkedIn profiles and company address in the episode notes. So that's where people can look for after. And uh, yeah, thank you very much.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Vincent. Always. Thank you. See you soon.
0: Yeah, Thank you so much, Vincent, for your time. Thank you for listening to Radar Contact. Visit foxatm.com or your favorite podcast platform for more episodes. Feel free to let us know if you or someone you know would like to share a topic with the air traffic management community. Frequency change is approved.